Boys, I'm Big Rhett. I'm G Money. Hey, G Money, what's going on today? Oh, nothing, homie. Just a Friday. It's nice out. I'm feeling good. Yes, sir. I hear How you. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Pretty, uh, pretty excited about this podcast. I am too. I think it'll be interesting to hear your uh, opinions that you said you've been formulating yeah, the past couple of days. Formulating a couple opinions on this topic. Why don't you uh, explain this topic to to our audience here? So a big debate in college basketball is whether college players should be paid on top of any scholarships that they're already receiving um, to like play their sport. Right. So we wanted to discuss today, do we think they should be paid or what should be done about this issue? Mm -hmm. So I did a little bit of research um, to bring up an example and if you want me to go through that, I can talk a little bit about yeah, it. Yeah, let's let's get started with that just to kind of give everyone, you know, an idea of what, what we're looking at and how we're going to discuss this. Okay. So I wanted to look at what is a D1 school, what's the cost of going there in-state, out-of-state, and then how much are these players, like, working every week towards their sport and to see, like, how much money per hour they're already getting paid. Uh-huh. So I read a report on Business Insider that said that college athletes tend to spend 30 to 40 hours a week on their given sport. And a lot of the major sports like football, basketball are more towards 40 than 30 hours a week. Right. So they're spending 40 hours a week on their sport and then their schoolwork on top of that as well. Mm-hmm. So, so pretty much a full-time job on top with school. <laughs> right. On top of more stuff. So the school I picked was UNC and I picked UNC because they were already being sued by two college athletes about this topic. Yeah. I remember hearing that. Yeah. So in-state room and board plus tuition costs $17,000 out of state tuition room and board is 42, five. <laughs> That's a huge difference. Yeah, it is a big difference. So if a student gets a full scholarship to go to UNC, if they're in state per week, you know, they're working 40 hours. And I just did 40 hours every week of the year because you have off-season training. Right. All that kind of stuff. In state, they're getting paid $8.17 an hour. Out-of-state students, however are making $20.43 per hour. And I just got that by taking, you know, the cost of going to school there, if they got a full scholarship, divided mm-hmm. by how many hours they're working in a year. Right. So that's a big difference. Yeah, and it's that's interesting because what you would think, just looking at the numbers of tuition and room and board and all of that, being in-state would be the most logical thing to do, right? But if you're breaking it down into, you know, how much are they technically getting paid to to do all of this, you should definitely not be living in the state of North Carolina. Um, (laughs) Right. 
so that's really interesting i, I i'm glad you broke that down because at first at first glance i'm like yeah i mean seventeen thousand total that's you know that's great i mean that you you could go to a school around here for that much um but if you're a college athlete and you're working that much you're you're really not making the most of your your time there <laughs> right yeah it's more benefit more worth your time right to play for an out-of-state school uh-huh because you're getting the same um, education, mm-hmm. but they're paying you more to go there, basically. Right. So that brings up the topic, though, of if we were going to pay college athletes, how would we even this out? You know, like, because we can't pay them all, let's say, $30 an hour, because then the difference is still a lot bigger you know what i'm saying right right like if you paid them 30 dollars an hour total mm -hmm. for out-of-state people they're only getting 10 extra dollars of spending money whereas in-state people are now getting 22 extra dollars of spending money right (laughs) then you do want to live in north carolina right because then you're getting you're getting to pocket that extra cash yeah huh so how how do you think that would you know, how, how do you think that would work, you know, from your perspective? About paying them? About paying, yeah, if, if you even think they should be paid more. I mean, I've been trying to think of a good way to even it out. And the problem is, is if you, um, like, say you pay them an even amount so that, you know, out of state gets paid $20 an hour. Well, then you give in-state people an extra $12 to get it even. Mm -hmm. Well, then the out-of-state people are going to be like, well, we're not going to come play for you then. We're going to play in-state because then they get more money, you know, they get extra cash in their pocket, basically, if they play in-state. So I feel like paying them evenly and paying them extra is, I don't think it's possible. I really don't. No, I agree with you on that. I I don't I don't think it's possible and I don't think now there's there's two there, there's two things that that I was thinking about the past few days is one, I don't think it is possible within reason of, you know, paying, you know, college players to come and, and play for them first of all. And and you and your example, you know, just verifies my point of you know we there's no logical way of of paying them outside of what they're getting with scholarships Uh my second idea that i was thinking of is maybe there is a way but it's not within the regular season of when they are playing that sport so say you say we're talking about college basketball and you make it to uh, March Madness, you make it to the tournament. Now, what if you paid your players and give them an incentive to get to, you know, March Madness and get to the tournament and everything, and you actually pay them because the university is making money off of being in the tournament. You know that. Yeah. So why don't, why don't you give the incentive of, you know, you come here and, you know, we're going to make a run to, to March Madness we will pay you X amount. And then once you get there, you know, you're getting paid, you know, as far as you can go. So if you make it to the championship, you get X amount of money. And and that's all based off 
what you know the college can can pay for that so if you're say it's like a a school that you know gets in once every 70 years they're gonna they're gonna say hey you know we get to we get to the uh bracket the march madness and everything we'll pay you this amount if you come play for us and then you'll get this amount if we win the championship and that'll give them kind of an incentive to to work hard and and you know try to try to i mean everyone's end goal is to win the championship but i think you work a little bit harder if cash is involved yeah that Um, makes sense i don't know how that would work though and what what do you think about that uh i kind of like it because it's like reward-based pay Mm -hmm. um you know you play harder you play smarter but the one thing that i came to mind when you said that is like would that create almost like super teams because you know if you had to pick between two d1 schools let's say kent state and um you and or uh yukon okay you're probably gonna pick yukon probably gonna go yukon <laughs> because you know when's the last time that connecticut you know connecticut makes it more frequently than kent state does right Right. Even more so, Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, yeah, Syracuse. When was the last time they actually weren't in March Madness? Right, right. So, I mean, it probably wouldn't be that big of a deal because if you're a basketball player and you have the opportunity to go to those schools, you probably would anyways. Right. You know, like you're going to choose Kansas Good enough, over you can Kansas choose State. whoever, yeah. <clears throat> but I don't know. I was just kind of thinking, you know, would that – tip the scales too much for these teams that are already really good i mean it, it may and and that's the thing that's that's why it's this is such a such a controversial topic right now and it has been for you know 20 years because the reason why there's no more you know college sport video games or anything is because college players are players are all up in arms because they're using their image they're using their names they're, they're doing all of this and they're not getting paid for it right and you know, I would be, yeah, I'd, I'd be ticked off too if I didn't, I wasn't getting paid for someone using, you know, my persona. Um, and I think that, you know, one, I, I don't know if, I don't know if paying college athletes is, is the way to go. And I don't know if it's, it's possible. Um, but I, I think that, I think the scholarships are enough right now. Yeah, I think I think if they're getting paid, you know, if they're getting full rides and everything and the thing, too, that that kind of kind of tips me the wrong way is there's these guys that are getting full rides to, you know, Duke or Kentucky or Kansas and they leave after one year. You know, why don't they finish out their degree, finish it up, graduate and then go play for the NBA if, you know, they play solid the, the next four years and then. I, I mean, I understand they want to go in the NBA and make money because they're not making money in college. Right. But you're you're technically making money if you go all four years and you're getting paid, you know, the twenty dollars an hour that you're talking about. Right. Um, so that that's that that's what I think really it, it sets a it sets a boundary of you know where they should be paid and where they shouldn't be paid if they're going to finish their degree all by all means give them the entire scholarship you know go make money in the nba after you're done have that degree just in case otherwise you know be happy with you know your your full ride 
you got the first year done out of the way, go play in the NBA, make your money, whatever. And that's, that's only if you're, you're going to make it in the NBA, you know, right. a lot of guys that leave after the first year, you know, don't make Greg Oden, for example, left out the first year, didn't make it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what do they fall back on? They don't have exactly. Got to go back to school. Yeah. Well, since you brought up school, let me ask you this. Now, these college players are working 40 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Now, I read in the article about the UNC players is that they're suing not because they didn't get paid, but because they received such a poor education because they the school didn't care really what they took away, but they're just trying to get them to pass the class and you know play their sport. So, yeah, they got a degree, but they don't know what they're doing still. They right. didn't learn anything. Right. So how like how do you think that can be changed or like regulations so that these students are getting the education that's really most important to a lot of them? I I don't think there's a solution. Yeah. I, right now I don't think there's a solution because if if you're gonna be, you know, practicing and, and playing and all of that every week that much and putting so much time into you know, your sport, I don't know how you can cut that down any further and still perform at a level that you want to be at. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, of course, education is a huge, you know, it, it's an investment and it's something that's very important. Um, but if, if you don't believe that you're getting the right education and you're not getting enough of it, you shouldn't be playing a sport. Yeah. If that, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's tough because you want to keep playing. And like you mm-hmm. said, like you're getting paid basically to go there and play. Yeah. But if you're not going to make it to the NBA or the NFL or whatever, then you got to have a degree and you got to mm-hmm. know what you're doing so you can start working. Right. Because right. like you don't get paid. So like you're still graduating. Yeah, debt free, but you also don't have any extra money. Right. You know, It's exactly. not like you're working a part time job while you're, you know training 40 hours a week and school on top of that yeah exactly so i don't know it honestly it's probably one of the most difficult topics to really dive into because it it can go so many ways but it can also go south so many ways too yeah I, i mean there's so many things that that could benefit students but there's so many you know just items that that don't make sense and you know they don't they 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 aren't going to get paid that's that's the only thing um but yeah you made a great point with with you know how they're getting paid in state and out of state and all of that i think i don't think a lot of people know this <laughs> i don't think a lot of people understand this this breakdown of you know being in state and out of state i think if people knew more about it and um you know it, it's hard because there are recruitment, you know, you, you can only pay for so much recruitment and going out of state and finding this talent and everything. And that's why a lot of people stay in state and go to school and go mm-hmm. play sports and all of that because, you know, they're getting recruited. Um, but if, if people knew about this a little bit more, I, I think that they'd, they'd probably consider going out of state a lot more. So, yeah. And let me say this really quick too. I think maybe the only solution to this problem is the NCA 
NCAA has to be more strict about the time that they allow these students to play these sports. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, the actual rule is that students are only allowed 20 hours a week devoted to their sport. <laughs> but, you know, weight training doesn't count. Film doesn't count. Going to see your trainer, practicing on your own. Anything without a, the head coach doesn't count as practice towards those 20 hours. Mm-hmm. So... There's a lot of like hand waving under the table. Yeah, you're not required to be here, but like if you're not here, you're gonna sit the bench. Right, like, right, exactly. So if the NCAA is like, hey, we need to give these students the best chance after they're done playing the sport. Mm-hmm. So you guys need to keep this 20 hours to everything, weightlifting, practice, at, at all. Because 20 hours a week, that's still four hours a day, Monday through yeah. Friday. Yeah. That's not counting, you know, travel time to games, all that kind of stuff. Right. So I think either the NCAA needs to get more strict about the hours spent or this problem will never go away. Yeah. The NCAA is already strict strict enough. I don't know if they'll they'll ever solve all the problems that they do have. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they try and I don't know. It it doesn't make the it doesn't make playing for the, in the NCAA very fun. If, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're getting told all these rules and it's not, it's restricting you from, you know, bettering yourself in the sport that you want to play. But at the same time, that's giving you time to work, work on your education, just like we said. Mm-hmm. So it, it's hand in hand. It's a toss up. It's really difficult. Yeah. And I, like we said, I think it'll continue to be a problem for a while. Yeah. Um, but we just wanted to kind of bring the light some of the issues at hand and what we thought of it. Yeah, exactly. If anybody listening here, you know, tell us your opinion, go to our Facebook page, you know, right on our wall and, or send us a message. Um, Mm -hmm. Let us know. What do you think about, you know, uh, college players getting, getting paid to play their sport? Um, You know, maybe them leaving early to, to declare for a draft and um, you know, what, what are your guys' opinions? So share those with us and we can discuss some of those next week. Um, We'd really appreciate that. That's facebook.com backslash basketball with the boys. All one yes, word, all lowercase. Yes, sir. All right, man. I think that's all I got for today. Yeah, me here. Me me here. <laughs> me here. Me here, too. <laughs> that's a good end. <laughs> yeah, that means it's time to stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Peace. Peace. Thank you.